Hey everybody, it's Dan with the Dashly Gentlemen. <laughs> and with me I have Frank. Say hi Frank. What is going on? And also the ghost of OG Ryan. <laughs> my, my webcam blew the fuck up. Yeah, he he, oh, he no. broke his thing. Yeah, so I'm 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 here but only only audio. <laughs> He is here in spirit, a fourth spirit. <laughs> and tonight we're going to be talking about Bitcoin. Mm. I, I mean, just kidding. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> I can't be part of this. <laughs> Frank's so mad. Um, it's not what I signed up for, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi. Hooray! And, um... Obviously, if you haven't seen that movie yet, there will be spoilers ahead. What kind of spoilers? Massive spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so, how'd you guys like the movie? Let's go, Frank. You, you first. I would like to start off this extremely detailed discussion by saying that I enjoyed the movie. I have seen it twice, and I liked it. Well, all right. All right. What about you, Ryan? Um, I will put it this way. I went to go see it with Jeremiah. While I was watching the movie, I had a fun time. I enjoyed everything that I saw, with the exception of a few things that we'll get to. But I think by the time I got home, I was, I, I, it finally hit me, and I was like, why the fuck did I like that movie? What the <laughs> hell was that? <laughs> You know what? Um, I'm kind of somewhere in between. Like, I really, like, when I got out of the movie, I really was like, oh, that was a great movie. And then I thought about it for a while, and I'm like, something ain't right, though. There's, <laughs> there's a few parts. What the what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> something about you, though. Yeah. So, let's uh, let's tear it apart. Let's, uh, let's start with <laughs> start with you, Frank. <laughs> so, I, I mean, like, you know, like the question of why did I like this movie? I mean, it's easy. You know, like you you start you started to like her, and it went da 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 da, 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 da and then like your joy level went because you realized you're going to sit there through a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And then you're kind of like you know you might have started to kind of taper off, and then the first time you hear the <laughs> it came back. Yeah. So I mean, they 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 drag you to the sh uh, by the shoelaces all the way through with little you know bits of nostalgia and seeing seeing Luke finally be Mark Hamill and yeah. not, not Luke <laughs> <laughs> old man hashtag, Mark Hamill hashtag not, hashtag not my Luke not my Luke <laughs> oh geez why is he not your Luke I mean like look he's he's a crab ass he's a grumpy old fuck and I, I I can I can understand some of the arguments of you know oh well but you know he went through so much but the thing is like even even in recognized canon like that we that Disney decided not to axe we see Luke fail repeatedly in different endeavors and then still come back every time sure I mean like he didn't he never gives up and that was always like his big thing was being like the big shining hope and I mean I, I'm. I don't even know. Like I, this is this for this discussion. I don't even know where to start with this movie because this I mean, movie, the Last Jedi broke the character of Luke Skywalker 
completely. They did. They did. I mean, it, it, he wasn't Luke. I mean, it, and even if you watch the, if you watch the interview where Mark Hamill pretty much tears the, the script pieces, mm-hmm. he says that he he says to to Rian Johnson, "This isn't Luke Skywalker. It's never been. This isn't how he is at all. Maybe he takes a year or two off if something bad happens, but he always comes back bigger and stronger than ever." And then he said that he had to think of himself not as Luke because he says this isn't Luke. He says I had to pretend I was. Uh, I had to pronounce like Jack Skywalker or John Skywalker and some, you know, somebody that Luke kind of sort of knew and didn't necessarily like very much. Sure. I'm like, if, if you have to take yourself out of the character to play the character being requested, that's that's crazy. That's terrible. I mean, that's every kind of bad for the start of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I can see what direction they were taking it in. I mean, he had... He had a lot of sad feelings. I mean, he he made he remade the empire basically. I mean, from from a philosophical standpoint, I understand what this movie was doing, but I don't necessarily. Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of appreciate it, but I don't like the. I I feel like Ryan Johnson, Ryan Ryan, where the fuck his name is, didn't actually watch Force Awakens, and a lot of the shit that was in Force Awakens that they made huge deals they just sort of uh, 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 forget it whatever but like you know like they're like he was leading the knights of ren who are curiously absent for the rest of this movie yeah and then never mentioned ever again (laughs) i i i i really honestly feel like the last jedi was a giant fucking middle finger if not to jj abrams than to at least for Force Awakens, and if not to both of those, then at least to the entire fucking Star Wars series so far. Because it, this new movie undoes so fucking much. It it does, and I kind of like like I said, I kind of get I kind of get where they're going with it because you know I, I watched it and then I, I kind of I was talking with my dad for a while about it and then he had a really interesting take on it that I hadn't really considered, but the old the the first three movies not the prequel but the four five six was basically all about was all about lineage and inheritance so it was pretty much like you know you have the the force uh aristocrats you know it it was extremely important about who your lineage was who your father was and then they were knights in the classical sense of that you know you who who you are is only important because of who your parents were and so, like, it, it, it built that up to where the major force users had to be somebody. Right. They had to, they couldn't just be, like, you know, Joe Asshole from the desert, because even Luke thought he was Joe Asshole from the desert. And then you find out that he's really basically the heir apparent to the force. Yeah. And then he ends up being a fucking legend. But this, they wanted to, they wanted to flip the mold. And that, you know, the, with Ray and Finn, Ray is literally nothing. She's, you know, I mean, like, and they even confirmed it because they, because I was kind of hoping that Kylie Ren was lying or whatever about her parents being, you know, just junk herders that sold her for drinking money. But that's, I mean, according to Kathleen Kennedy, the the executive director of of Disney, that is exactly who she is. Yeah. Her her parents are nobody. She is exactly what she appears to be. She and and that was part of her driving character was that she was obsessed with the idea of that she must be somebody because she has these powers so she shouldn't she couldn't just be 
Ray from nowhere. She had to be Ray of some fucking like you know force aristocratic lineage. I mean, even in the old Republic, you, you had that where they, it wasn't just like, you know, you, Hey, you were picked up from a moisture farm and then you were, you had some Jedi powers. And so they made you a Jedi, they, you know, especially like on the Sith side, it was always about like, you know, your parents were these two Sith Lords and then they made you, and now you are heir apparent to this amount of the force or whatever. And it was always that knightly virtue. Sure. But in this, they wanted to make it like an every man's war. So then you have Finn, who's a fucking janitor decides that he can be a hero now. And I get where they're going with it. I have just big old sweeping shit problems with all of it. I understand the philosophy. I don't agree with the way that it was presented, and I don't agree with all the plot holes that it ends up making. Sure. I mean, because they're like this fucking big, because I spent a lot of time, even the first time I watched it, going, oh, what? What? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. And I feel like... I feel like we should start our bugbears in the beginning because I have literally so many. I could talk about this movie for the duration of this unnecessarily long movie. <laughs> yeah, it was way fucking long. <laughs> it was so long. The second act could just disappear and it would still be a good movie. Right. Actually, it'd probably be better. It would probably be better. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole subplot um, of the uh, the rebels trying to get away and all the fucking shit that went on in between... And the smuggler, or not the smuggler, the uh, the the code breaker or whatever. It was <laughs> just cut that part out. Yeah, didn't, I, I, didn't the, need to be the there. Can- Canto bite. Fuck you. I, I don't care. I mean, the, the whole thing. I mean, like, I don't like Rose. She's a boring ass character. Finn was grossly misused in the second. He he was really good in the in Force Awakens, but like the 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 lines and the parts written for him in this movie were tragic. Yeah, and it was upsetting to see. And then Canto Bite was a big representation of just like it. To me, it felt like a nonstop uh, smorgasbord of social justice issues. Yeah. And I was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> I mean, come on, man. They're like animal cruelty and slavery, and you know, so and it was um arms dealing, well, arms dealing, and wealth, wealth, and well, you know, the social, the social system being upheaval because the rich people are up here and the for the downtrodden poor down here and the downtrodden are morally superior because they're poor and the the rich people are morally inferior because they're rich and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. At the very end of that arc when Rose hops off of the fucking, you know, pod racer with legs because that, that's, you know, <laughs> that's what that whole scene was. Is, yeah. this is pod, pod racing! Now, now this is pod racing part two. That's what the whole fucking scene was. And she walks off of that stupid fucking pod racer with legs and she takes the saddle off it and slaps its ass and it rides off into the sunset and she looks like, you know, it was worth it. I wanted to fucking walk out of the theater right then. Yeah. Because like, it's like... You know, this, is, this whole scene, Rose fucking... She had no point in that entire movie. No. Take her I mean, the it... fuck out of the franchise, please. And she's like, she's like, now it's worth it. I'm like, was it? Because now you're not gonna be able to, you're not gonna be able to get the code breaker. You're not gonna be able to go back to the alliance. Everyone over on board, on board the uh, the home too, because I don't remember the name of it, is gonna be dead. You know, General Organa is gonna be dead. We'll get to you, Zombie Leia. And then, you know, <laughs> so like everybody, everybody dies, but it was worth it because you died too. You died. <laughs> you died being a martyr for a bunch of racehorses. <laughs> How does that make you feel? 
But here's the thing. Here's the thing. In in like the in the in the SJSW circles, that would make her a legitimate hero. Giving your life for for farm animals makes you a fucking hero. And I'm like, this movie is fucked up. It need, it needs help. It needs to understand what actual problems are, and it needs to work on those. Because I mean, like you know, I love I love that they place such incredible importance on the way that these animals were treated versus the overarching scope of the problems that are happening in the galaxy. Like, you're like, oh, these animals are so mistreated. You know that people with literal jackboots are killing children, blowing up planets. This is your this is your major concern. This is your huge problem. I mean, really? This is what gets you fired up in the morning? Fucking people are stun gunning giant fucking creatures and then feeding them at the end of the day? But you know, planets like... being incinerated, you're kind of like, you know, nah. Well, it was worth dying for these animals. And and speaking of how hypocritical and stupid Rose's character was, her her sister in the very beginning of the movie <laughs> crisis her life aboard what has to be the the dumbest fucking bombing run I've ever seen in any. It is literally the worst. <laughs> but sacrifices her life in this bombing run to take out a dreadnought. Okay, cool. She you know she went in there and sacrificed her life to save the people she loved. That's what she did. And then Rose's whole thing at the end of the movie is that, okay, so Finn Finn is driving his little clunker sand skimmer into this death laser beam that's about to kill all of his friends and all everyone that he loves. And Rose sideswipes him from the side, knocking him away so he can't stop the death laser just because she doesn't want him to. So it's like everything that your sister did, you know, so, like die for the greater good to save the people you know love nope fuck it throw it out the window <laughs> and, and the best part is is she's like you know we're not gonna win this war by killing what we hate but by saving what we love eh. and then like in meanwhile in the background the giant death laser is blowing a hole in the fucking bunker <laughs> killing everybody <laughs> everybody yeah, you I love mean, it's like remember everybody that you loved they were in there. He <laughs> just literally let him get cooked. He literally saved one at the cost yep. of many. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, uh, you know, I agree with that 100%. I, honestly, I, I like the movie, but I think it was my least favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say that much. Yeah, I said it. I probably agree with that. I, at, I at, at least, if it's not the worst, it's at least close to Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah, see, I felt actually, honestly, honestly, I think Attack of the Clones probably had more had more Star Wars merit going for it. Because, <laughs> like, you know, Attack of the Clones, like story wise, story wise, Attack of the Clones was consistent. It bridged the the two the two episodes together, which this one does not do because, again, it just completely forgets the Force Awakens even took place. Right. So, like, there were elements in uh, Attack of the Clones that that tied Phantom Menace to Revenge of the Sith, where you could follow it in a linear plot, and that's fantastic. And the only thing that really sucked about uh, that really really sucked about Attack of the Clones was that the acting was subpar, the casting choices were terrible. Um, the lines, the the, the dialogue written was, was just was like extremely ham-fisted. But I mean, if you took if you took basically the dialogue away, and then you actually like wrote it out as a narrative that is devoid of speaking and just based purely on action, it really wasn't that bad. But like the Last Jedi, I spent a lot of time being like, because okay, you know, like, Ryan brought up the the bombing run. It is literally the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen oh in God. cinema. So, I mean, so I mean, if you haven't seen it, which I'm assuming that if you if you're watching this, you have seen it. 
the we have the um the main uh the they're doing this dreadnought run and they've got all these bombers that are slow as shit and i get it you want it to be like world war ii that was lucas's thing you want to be like world war ii fighters you got the big ships and you got the little ships fighting each other that's cool that's fine but these fucking things are literally supposed to open bay doors like a b-52 bomber and drop bombs on this on this dreadnought to me in my head i was like where the like did we decommission the y-wing right whatever happened to the good old y-wing y-wings y-wings and b-wings were fucking bombers yo I mean, like, why the fuck are we not using that shit? Because they were fantastic. So, and then, I mean, like, hey, so Poe just, just can just go out there. A single X-Wing can just sweep through a Dreadnought and just wipe out all the surface guns. What? <laughs> he's just I that mean, good. And it was funny, too, because, like, cause like, he's taking out our surface guns. I'm like, homie's in an X-Wing. And I'm like, how are you a Dreadnought if an X-Wing is taking out your, your turbo laser emplacements? Well, I mean, he's he's lighter and he's faster. He is shooting regular X-wing shots. Your Durasteel plating should be four fucking feet thick. <laughs> I mean, like, how is this a thing? And then so he, so then they they go and they they wipe out all the bombers except for one, of course, because drama, and two because they're slow as shit and they're stupid. They open the bay doors, which in my mind, we've never seen Star Wars just like have like a force field like Star Trek style to keep space in space and then oxygen where it's supposed to be for people. It's never happened in Star Wars. Yeah, the technology has never been displayed ever. So they open these bay doors, and I'm like, everyone died, like that. I mean, like, <laughs> no, they did like, that. Oh, we gotta do I... one. <laughs> they, they did. They did that throughout the entire franchise. What are you talking about? Like, for example, when oh, the, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because I actually didn't think about it. Um, the whenever they released the interceptors from the um, the the Star Destroyers. Yeah, or like when because the, the thing is open. When, um, you know, Anakin and uh, fucking Obi-Wan are, are in episode three, they're in the beginning, they're like, have you noticed the shields are still up? And he's like, oh yeah, shit. And then he fucking does <laughs> this little flip, shoots off the shields, and then they gotta get in there before the fucking hatch closes. Because Touché. Touché. space happened. I, I will give you that one. However, that still does not, that does not stop the rest of my complaint. I mean, I, I didn't I, see I, shields on the bottom of that shit, so yeah, you're right. No, they, and, and, <laughs> And so then they would have had to, you know, turn those shields off in order to let shit fall. Still kills everyone. But moreover, they're going to drop bombs on this this dreadnought, which everyone proclaims, you're right over the sweet spot. And I'm like, who builds a dreadnought with a noticeable flaw <laughs> to destroy the whole thing? Now, like, you know, with, with my, see, because I said that to my dad, and he was like, well, the Death Star had, had the exhaust port. I said, yeah, but the Death Star was also a giant fucking gun. And it needed to have the, the exhaust port came right out of the reactor, and it went out into space. Because when it shot that fucking thing, the exhaust has to go somewhere. And they so, made I mean, it's like, they made the holes tiny enough so it had to be a fucking Jedi that shot that the photon missiles. Right. Because well, as they revealed in and as they revealed in Rogue One, it was designed that way on this. Right. By, but, by uh, what was it Galen or so? Yeah. yeah. True. To, and true. To actually have that weakness that would completely destroy the Death Star instantly. Right, and here, here's the thing. I mean, even if you took that away, even if you took away the idea that that Urso made that on purpose, it still makes sense to have an exhaust port right off the reactor, which is where the the Death Star gets all of its, you know, it, it fires that fucking gun from, because that's where all the power goes, and then discharges it, blows up a planet. Yeah. So I'm I'm in with that. But then like whenever like all the rebels are like they're over the sweet spot, drop your bombs, and I'm like, how? 
do they know that this was its critically weak area to drop mm -hmm. bombs on? And when they drop bombs, they drop bombs in space. <laughs> Y'all, what? They they, they go down. Fell. Which way's down? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, like, no, I I don't. I'm like, okay, make, okay, no, yeah, here, let me let me let me let me try to let me try to reason through it. So the idea is that there is gravity simulated in the ship. Okay, stick with me. All right, so then we drop it. It goes through the shield that we're pretending is there, and it and because of New Newtonian physics, it continues to go straight down because there's nothing to stop it. There you go. Okay. Boom. Boom. I'm trying to. I'm look, last Jedi. I love you. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. Yeah. So, so implied, implied force field that lets implied magnetically driven bombs to pass yes. through it. Yes. Implied. Yes. Here, okay, here's my other. Here's my other thing. So, like in that in that scene, in the very beginning. <laughs> okay. No, they want they wanted this shit to be World War II so bad. Yeah. They fucked it up so bad because, like, so then the girls in the bottom in the in the in the the, the lower cut the lower gun turret where she's shooting it, pew, 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 tie fires and literally hits nothing. It's amazing. Um, and then and then they're like yelling at your your bay your bay doors aren't open. Your bay doors aren't open. You gotta go you gotta drop the bombs. You're over the sweet spot. And then so she's like, I sense a disturbance in the forest because I can do that because I'm Joe Schmo. And then so she gets out of her little gun turret and then starts yelling up to the dude, and then decides to go check it out. Homie's dead on the catwalk. How? It's space, y'all. I mean, like if they blew a hole in the fuselage, everyone would die. I mean, it's not. It's not like. It's not like World War Two, where like the pilots, you know, e, and then it's made out of like you know metal and paper, and like the Japs flew by and they raked it, and like you know, uh, oh, now he's down, and you have to jump in there and take over for the for the the, the bombardier. It doesn't work that way. It's fucking Star Wars. It's fucking space. If you blow a hole that big in the goddamn ship, the hold on, hold on. <laughs> I've got, I've got a, I've got a devil's advocate thing here for you. Okay. Right, this, uh, he had to have been. My only thing is he had to have been so stressed out because he was over that sweet spot. <laughs> and he's never seen it before, and he just died on the catwalk. No, he, you know what it was? Is they put the one guy that had uh, narcolepsy in charge of <laughs> dropping the bombs, and he just fucking passed out. He just passed out. That's Listen, all. I got you. He's like, I got this. I got you. Here it is. Ready? <laughs> Okay. You know how I like in Star Trek when they're just like at the science station and the arms station and whatever the weapon station, do, 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 and their shield gets shot and they take some damage and all of a sudden their shit sparks and they're just dead. Like <laughs> fucking fall over. Oh man, we just lost our security officer. Oh, we're fucked. It just it blew up. It couldn't have died because of that. But come on. Here's the thing. The, the implication of Star Trek is that it wasn't the explosion of the console that killed them. It was the electrical discharge. And and I can kind of get that because there's a lot of, like, singeing and burning and whatever and the electricity. Fine. Okay, fine. I mean, it's ridiculous. And a lot of times, like, you know, the shit blows up and then they go forward. Like, it blo like they're standing at it facing this way. It blows up this way, but they went that way. Look, whatever. Fine. I don't... I'm not... <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just... I'm just saying shit don't make sense. Sure. But then this guy... She goes up into that top area and is looking around. There is nothing. The ship is fine. It didn't even get touched. I mean, and like those other ships, if they got even like, like if a TIE fighter went, like, I mean, they, they just they crumble. You know, I mean, they would just fucking explode. I mean, like, it's it's that like, you know, they had all the bombs in them, but that their other job is that they're also a supply company for fireworks. And like, they just went, <laughs> it's, it's, 
decided. I and the shit just went up. <laughs> That was another part of how stupid this fucking quote-unquote bombing run was. Is they sent, what, like 30, 40 of these fucking slow-ass moving <laughs> bombers in a super tight wedge formation. And, like, all it took was that one TIE fighter that bumped, bumped into one bomber, and that bomber took out, like, 20. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it destroyed so much shit. That one that one explosion. And, like, it was like, blew up, it blew up, it blew up. And I'm like, well, that's everybody. <laughs> that was your I'm big like, plan. <laughs> and it was it was funny because, like, to me, I'm like, look, this guy obviously never watched Torah, Torah, Torah. Because, I mean, like, when you have bombers, I mean, like, you kind of, like, you know, you don't. Stagger. <laughs> you kind of stagger them. And then you got, like, you know, fire squadrons in between. Here's my other problem. So, like, they see all these bombers going for the dreadnought. They're making a beeline for the dreadnought. And they're slow as shit, right? Why is Hux and every other, like, Star Destroyer just, like... Oh, my good lord, the gun for the Dreadnought. <laughs> I'm, did anyone think that, like, maybe you should scramble some more fighters? Because, <laughs> I mean, there was sort of, like, like nine fucking Star Destroyers Yeah, that's there. what I was thinking, that too. That could have just, like, like literally, it's like, 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 46 squadrons. <laughs> Hux was just like, dude, you are getting fucked up. That sucks. I mean, we're just chilling. I mean, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I, I would never command it like that. I mean, I would have sent him in ages ago." <laughs> and and like, here's my thing too. I mean, like, if you're so if you're so intent on wiping out the Rebel Alliance, as soon as Poe showed up with the one ship, I'd have like scramble all fighters immediately because we're we're not we're not trying. We're not parlaying. We're not doing anything else. I mean, like, we're we're here for for the, the extermination of the resistance. So like he, so if it was me, oh, there's a ship approaching. Okay, scramble everything. Hold on. Like, oh god! Oh god! You're forgetting his genius tactic of pretending like Hux is on hold. I fucking hated that. <laughs> I mean, like, I was that, like, his I was whole like, plan was to fly in there, make a joke. Yeah, I was that like, was that's the so entire dumb. point. I, and I was like, really? This is this is how you're gonna start it? And so. H2O have us, you guys, says, and when does the cannon fire arc and yet go down like there's gravity slowly chasing the rebel flagship? Right. That was another thing. Like, they're they're arcing their shots. Like, they're actually, yeah. like, adjusting for gravity in space. And they're laser guns. <laughs> guys, they're laser guns. They don't... They're made there's of no light. bullet drop. There's no bullet <laughs> drop in laser guns. Look, it doesn't work that light's way. Light's heavy, I mean, though. <laughs> I, I was looking at it, and I was like, I looked at, I looked at Terra, and I was like, they're... They're adjusting for, for gravity, but why? But why? <laughs> I mean, but why? That makes no sense. And since we're talking about the the the, the snow the snail's pursuit of of the of the rebel fleet, why did they all have to follow behind them? It was like watching the Blues Brothers, but like really fucking slow and not funny. Yeah. I mean, because it was like they had like the whole fleet of like they had like the cops, the KKK, and like every other hate group in the universe chasing after the one rebel ship. And I'm like, so, but we have hyperdrive technology, right? Like the only one who needs to stay there is the supremacy, right? Because they're the ones tracking them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. That was yeah. that was the plot. That was the big right. thing. Yeah. So then, like, you have like thirty fucking other star destroyers that are like right there. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Coming from the front. I mean, like, there are, I mean, but hell, I mean, just, you know, hyperdrive, hyperdrive, hyperdrive. We have plenty of fuel. You guys don't. And then just blockade them. Hey, we're going to go now. Nowhere. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. <laughs> we're going to get you so bad. So, yeah. So, the, right, and right before they start this whole 
male pursuit. They send out a total of three fucking fighters, Kylo Ren and two escorts, to go start blowing up their ships, which they yeah. succeed in. They start blowing up all these rebel ships, and then they're like, wait, you guys are a little too far out. Go ahead and come back, and we'll we'll just take this at, at a nice, easy pace. No, fuck it! <laughs> Your fighters can reach them. They can yeah. obviously take these ships out themselves. Send all the fucking fighters. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. So, like, the, the, the Moncal ship is the one that had all the fighters in it because the other two ships were, like, there was a, the the uh, the Corellian Corvette and then there was the, uh, the the medical ship. And then they had the Nebula cruiser, which blew up um, in the very, very beginning as soon as they showed up. So they, you know, whenever, whenever Kylo Ren and then those two uh, crony ships go out there, they blow up the hangar bay. Full of all the pursuit ships or all of yeah. the 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 Moncal interceptors. So then I'm like, yeah, scramble everything. And here here's the thing, you know, we can't support you. I mean, do you really need to? I mean, like he just wiped out like the entirety of like everything that could come out. So then just like, and just, just you know, go doing pretty all right on their own. Yeah, I mean, like the three guys are pretty okay. I mean, like I know there's like 25 of you ships plus the supremacy, and you know, you guys did fuck all the help here. But I mean, like you guys can kind of hop out and help push this thing. But I, and and like, so so then let's just say like you know, oh we can't support you like what like they're gonna run out of gas like if they get too far away they're gonna run out of fuel and just kind of float we'll pick you up we're right here we're going in the same direction like or just like a tie fighter when it runs out of fuel or it gets like x amount of distance it just blows up <laughs> I mean like tie fighter's like beep, 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 beep. You're, it's like it's like battlefield. You know, you're leaving the combat engagement zone. Oh shit! <laughs> like, like when did when was that a thing? I mean, when did that become a thing where like you know, tie fighters can only go a certain distance since this movie apparently. You know. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, they send out Kylo Ren and his two escorts, and they start shooting up the ships of the because uh, they're not the rebels anymore where where they fucking call them they're the resistance the resistance they're, they're fucking rebels so they, they wear blowing berets up, blowing up all these rebel ships neil what happens to one particular ship and one particular princess ex-princess ex what happens um well, we're gonna have this uh, discussion right fucking now no i i mean this is what we were i was hoping we we're gonna talk about uh, she gets uh, blown we were, into. We were getting out of here about it. She's blown into fucking space. You know she's out there for a while, probably a solid thirty seconds, at a minimum, which is enough to kill anybody. Yep. But anything really. <laughs> but let's just say she's strong with the force, which you know, there was implied even from fucking episode six that she might have had the force. It is canon. Yes. It is canon. She has the force. She has the force. That is confirmed. So she fucking force grabs her way back into the damn <laughs> star, uh, the cruiser, and fucking, oh yeah, let's just bring her back in. She's in a coma now. She's also like absolute zero and <laughs> probably. General Leia, space Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was the second coming of force Jesus. Sure. Yes. And, but, and I and I, I, I watched that and I, I I was in the theater and I was like I was literally vibrating in my seat because everyone else around me was like all like you know, like oh and I'm in I was irritated but I was semi hopeful <laughs> I'm like oh is she gonna do more stuff in this movie no nope. spoiler she doesn't fucking do anything else in the movie 
<laughs> that was she her one big the, move. Dude, she when, leans on the can harder than Yoda. <laughs> when, when, when the bridge gets blown up and they all get sucked out into space and you see Carrie Fisher floating there, I thought, okay, this is a good end to a great character. They yes. should have let her go out honorably like this. Yes. Nope. Her eyes snap open and she extends her hand out and space wizards her way back to the fucking door on the bridge, knocks on the glass, and they open the door again to the empty vacuum of space. There's no note of a shield and the door just opens to the empty vacuum of space and they just pull her in and put her on a little gurney and wheel her off. What the fuck? I was like, look, look, guys, look, I know Rian Johnson obviously never read any kind of, like, school we learn around third grade that space is bad like fame is bad <laughs> like, and, like so like you know okay let, let's I mean let's take let's take the bombing let's take the bombing like moment by moment so so home home dog kyler ren one of the only oh, i'm gonna say it people are gonna be but one of the only sort of interesting characters in this movie kyler Kyle ren has been so far the best character ever. He, he is. Opinion. Even though he's Darth Millennial, I think that, like, yeah. he, <laughs> he's, he's so interesting. But, like, so, so Home Dog decides not to kill his mom because, you know, mom knows best. Dad, I, I will literally look you in the eye and fucking shank you. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I mean, like, he had, clearly Han was a fucked up dad. But, like, he, so he decides not to, not to pop mom when he can. But then, you know, uh, Home Slice next to him decides that, you know, hey, no thing, he's like, hey, my mama, and then blows <laughs> Carrie Fisher. And then so so the bombs hit, and Carrie Fisher's, like, looking away, and she's like, she has that look, like, like, oh. Like, like I, I miscalculated. It was the face I got out of it. Like, I thought maybe, like, you know, we were, me and my son were connecting. We were. I wasn't thinking about Joe over here, though, who was pretty much trigger-happy, <laughs> ready to kill whatever. Please, please. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna kill me, princess! <laughs> And then so let so let's just say let's just say let's just go with that the force can help you survive the vacuum of space. First of all, as soon as all the oxygen leaves the room, it doesn't do it in like a like a it rushes out, including all the shit that's in your lungs. Instant death. I mean like it just you know, your eyes pop out, it's terrible. But like but then there's the other part. It was it wasn't like it wasn't like they you know, somebody came by with like a like a hatchet or a wrench and broke the glass. You know, they hit it with a fucking bomb. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like, shit blew up behind her, and all the pieces and everything fly. Like, well, probably she's a like, dude. She gets hit with fuselage from the fucking ship. I mean, she probably they were pulling like you know six inches in, inside of her body, pieces of metal, pieces of Admiral Akbar, pieces of that <laughs> lieutenant guy that was just sitting there going fucking bombs. And then, <laughs> like, so like she probably has teeth in her shoulder. You know, like in the next movie, she's gonna be like, oh. I knew that guy. <laughs> so she's literally she she gets just shredded with shrapnel. But then in, in in the next scene when she space Jesus, I mean I mean she's and like Neil said she's out there for a while. I mean she's out there for a good four or five minutes before like you know she like she opens her eyes, and I'm like she's covered in ice. <laughs> yeah. And then she and then she opens her eyes and I'm like again instant death. I mean your eyes would just go whoosh, because your <laughs> eyes have water in them and then they just freeze instantly. So now she's blind. <laughs> and then, you know, and then she extends her finger, which again, you know, she's she's at absolute unbelievable zero because fucking space. Yeah. She would have been like, and then her finger would have... <laughs> 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 Shit's frozen completely to the bone. There is nothing left. And then she she does. She she, she Jesus is her way down. I, I would have loved 
if if we were gonna show that Leia has force powers, I was talking this with, with a guy at work. I would have loved if we were gonna see Leia have force powers. And this is how, and they wanted to show it that she was ultra powerful, the force powerful enough to fire the vacuum of space and whatever, and make me completely sh- like shit my pants because I'm so pissed off that this is the dumbest scene I've ever seen in the fucking history of cinema. And I watched Starship Troopers. That <laughs> like I, I I was like, could we have not done something cool like you know she's she's having that moment with Kylo Ren and then she feels like the other dude shoot the bombs and she has that oh shit moment have Leia turn around and then when the bombs hit and the, the bridge starts to collapse she freezes all that shit like Kylo Ren did in the first one with that, that blast and holds the hull together for Akbar and everyone to vacate the bridge and then she like they basically drag her out while she's holding the thing and then they drop the thing and let all the shit explode outside. That would have been fucking I, sweet. I've been fucking sweating. I'm like, oh, you were so fucking amazing. And here's the thing. When did she when did she learn how to do that? Yeah. See that's when the did thing. she learn how to control the force to such an extent that she I mean was she like did she take Jedi Knight classes? <laughs> you know? I mean it, it had to be implied that Luke would have trained her a little bit. But it's never actually stated. Right. Right. I mean, all she had to do is, you know, like somebody could have asked her after they let her back into the ship, like, "How did you manage to do that?" And she just been like, "Oh, it was just a little something, my brother." Yeah. Like, I mean, just make a little fucking note, please. Yeah. Try See, try to explain something. I mean, don't, don't just be like, you know, like, well, how did you do that? <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's the thing that bugs me the most. Is like, okay, so all right, stupid fucking scene, but we have now gathered that she has force powers yeah. all right so i'll skip ahead but we'll come back um towards the end of the movie they are um i don't know trapped you know and there's a bunch of rubble where the stupid ice foxes are getting at what what are we gonna do i don't know maybe force jesus over here could fucking <laughs> force push these damn rocks out of the way no we have to wait for ray because she's luke 2.0 I would have loved if, like, you know how, like, in that, there was a fantastic moment, and it was actually, like, a really great moment where, like, you know, Poe po starts to leave, and then everyone, like, turns around looks at Leia, and she looks around behind her and was, what are you looking at me for? Follow him. It would have been great if they did the same shit, like, five minutes later when they look at the rocks, you know, and turns around looks at Leia, and she goes, uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or something. I mean, just to acknowledge, be like, be like, we know that you have enough of the Force. It's like we. It's like they decided to use that one scene, and people watched her do it. Poe, Finn, and and where the fuck the other person was? They watched her. I mean, like, did they just assume she had jet heels? <laughs> I mean, like, it. That's sorry, crazy. If she can effortlessly survive the vacuum of space and pull herself back through the exploded rubble of the bridge to the door, like, and then she does it effortlessly. It's no strain yeah. on her whatsoever. She can lift a few fucking rocks. Seriously. I would have loved it if... Uh, I would have loved it if Leia became Angry Mom Leia. Would that not have been just, like, fucking intense? Like, she's got the cane, so she's practically Yoda already. She's proven that she's unbelievably powerful with the Force. They blow a hole in the door, and then Luke goes out there, and she goes with him. <laughs> and then she's standing there like, like, Kylo, get down here, bang! And then, like, you know, fucking one of the AT-ATs goes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, she's mad! She just killed sweet. that man. She just killed that man. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get too far ahead, because I want to talk about my next, probably least favorite character that they introduced in this movie. Go for it. 
Vice Admiral Holdo. <laughs> you mean Laura Dern? Because she didn't play a character. She just played Laura Dern. Yeah. Yeah. Just Laura Dern with purple hair. Yeah, I was um, that was unbelievable to me, and I and I, I remember like she came out and they were like, because I saw some of the the pre-release stuff. They said Lord Dern played Vice Admiral Holdo. So so when they say you know Vice Admiral Holdo, and I, I was like, oh Lord Dern. I mean, I, she, I loved her in Jurassic Park, and because that's pretty much all she's ever been in. Yeah. And then so then she comes out and she's like in this like gown, and I'm like, you're in the military. <laughs> it was my first thought because I mean you know when Leia, even in Force Awakens, never like they show up on uh at uh maza's place leia was in combat boots combat pants vests i mean she was cocklock ready to rock but you know laura dern comes into a noticeable combat situation like there were explosions and people died and then she's wearing this gown and she is the most pretentious bitch in the universe <laughs> yeah she looked like she was getting ready for a hearing scent yeah yeah yeah, she was going to talk about scented candles for about an hour and a half and then tell you how your, <laughs> how your chi is a little bit off, but if you have enough feng shui in your house, you will actually definitely feel more improvement in those fungus on your feet. You know, for sure. Yeah, and, she was an absolute uh, useless character. I mean, even the whole... Even after that stupid subplot was over, I mean, the whole her going hyperspace to fucking chop one of those Star Destroyers in half was sweet, but... That was amazing. But, that was fucking cool, but... Go ahead, Neil. There is such a thing as autopilot. Did you have to fucking sacrifice yeah. yourself? Like, <laughs> here's my thing. I mean, like, you know, it was a great scene. It was a wonderful scene. It was a self-sacrificing scene. It was both completely uh, and the uh, antipath antipathetic of her character, completely in the opposite direction. For everything else that she's done in this entire fucking movie, it was completely in the opposite direction. And it was Leia's scene yeah. to me. Yeah, really. I mean, that should have been that should have been Leia's scene. That should have been like yeah. you know where she's like, you know, I did it the one time. Fuck you, Snoke. Blam! And then like that's her legacy because the whole movie was about basically passing the torch on to a younger generation. The only the only implication is that Lord Dern would have survived to be in the next movie. So I am glad she died in some way. They could have held um, hands. <laughs> yeah, they could have gone out together because it's like you know the two old ladies taking out a Star Destroyer, which is just something that you want to scream in a tavern for the rest of your life. <laughs> I was there when I saw two cameras crash a Star Destroyer and do another Star Destroyer. There's still a Star Destroyer shit everywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. Vice Admiral Holdo was dumbest, was one of the dumbest and most useless characters, in my opinion. Um, I mean, so, okay, so one, her complete refusal to tell Poe any part of the plan is what resulted in the entire mutiny is what resulted in the subplot to go down to the planet to find the code break to hack and, and dreadnought. So if Admiral Holdo had just told Poe what the fuck was going on, the movie would have been an hour fucking short. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and then you I know, think one of, one of the biggest problems that I had is there's absolutely no need to introduce this new character at all, other than I guess she was mentioned in a book at some point as a good friend of Leia. So like, oh fuck, we guess we have to. Movie now, yeah. But the one character that would have been better in every single situation that they could have just they could have taken out Holdo and put this character in, it would have made the movie so much fucking better. And just have Admiral Akbar. That shit. If you're gonna kill him anyways, have Admiral Akbar be the one that flies the uh, Corvette straight through the fucking. Would have been amazing. Yeah. 
I would have loved it too because they could because this this movie went had way too much humor in it and they could have had a classic line because you know flip the thing around they're like he's running away no it's a trap bang and then boom right through the whole fucking thing I would have hated Dude, that I would have been like <laughs> I would have fucking hated that so much that's like this time it's personal <laughs> like shut the fuck up. Dude, okay, so now, okay, if we're talking about, like, Kushida, what a character's Benicio Del Toro's character was weird, and I don't understand why he had to be exist. But was I the only one where they were talking about, like, you know, like, no, a master code breaker. You know, you'll find him at, you know, whatever, and he's got this lapel thing on there. Was I the only one that was super hoping? You know, they're like, like, we're looking for master code breaker. I heard you looking for a master code breaker, and fucking here comes Lando. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking this was going thing, to. I was, I was like, like, oh there... my god, oh my god, y'all, it's gonna be Lando, oh my god, y'all, it's gonna be Lando, and then it was me to the As soon as I heard that they were going to, like, this casino planet to pick up this Master Codebreaker, I was like, it's Lando. I was so on board. I was like, I was like, I was like, I, was, I kept having to tear, I'm like, it's be Lando, it's be Lando. It's like, what? He's coming. <laughs> and it was me to the tour, I'm like, the fuck is that? Who's that? I don't understand. <laughs> but why would you... Why would you not put Lando in here? Everyone, why why not Lando? Where has he been? Is he just <laughs> too busy? <laughs> I, mean, I I don't understand because like Nian Nub's there and him and Nian Nub are like yeah. in it all the time. So like where the fuck is Lando? I mean, talk about like a really missed up like like Billy D. Williams has so much going on <laughs> that he can't be Lando again. You know what I mean? For real though. That's like Right. I mean yeah. he's no longer the spokesman. Colt 45, so what is he doing today? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do anything. He periodically shows up for, like, cameo appearances where he basically is Lando. Because, yeah. I mean, again, again, you know, they, they wrote Lando to, to, to be Billy Dee William. I mean, like, it, it, it's, he's not even acting. It's just him being him. Yeah. That's just like, that's just like with, um, uh, you know, with, with Luke's character. They didn't even, they don't even have him being Luke. They just, he's just Mark Hamill. He's Mark Hamill being tired of this shit. He's Mark Hamill being his. He's Mark Hamill immediately after reading the script and being like, "You're gonna what now?" <laughs> <laughs> and then just being like, "Fine, whatever." Yeah, yeah. No, it's the Force. It's fucking horrible. It's whatever. Stupid. I got a light. Right. No, I don't. I don't want this thing. And and okay, so back to Benicio del Toro's character. The acting was superb. The character mm-hmm. again was stupid, as so many of these characters are. So they they get they they find the code breaker they get off the planet get onto dreadnought they're gonna shut down the tracking device and everything they get caught right mm-hmm. and Benicio del Toro betrays them and you know, yeah betrays them and the the first order just let him go why. <laughs> <laughs> Like I get that it. It doesn't sound like something the for, the first order would have done. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually wholly agree with that because I mean, like the first order is pretty much just like yeah, with us, with us or against us. Well, I'm a freelancer. That would be against us. I mean, like that that's pretty much been their approach to everything up to this point. Right. And you know, it it was, and I know his whole character existed. All like I mean, like I was kind of like not really sure what what the fuck I was looking at, like, the whole, I mean, again, acting superb, but, like, you know, uh, it's like Ben Affleck's Batman. You know, he did a good job being Batman, but you you're, you can only go so far with, with a shit script. Right. Shit yeah. scripts and shit, shit writing and everything else. You could just, you can only do so much. 
So he acted the part extremely well. You know, kudos for that. But then, you know, whenever, whenever, like at the end, I was, I was still mulling it over, like, what, what, they, what even is this character? Then they got caught, and then he's walking out with the money, and then I was like, oh my god, is this like, is this the cherry on top of more of this like, fucking um, uh, SJW garbage? Where like, you know, he he does the, you know, they blow you up today, you blow them up tomorrow. It's just a cycle. And then you know, so like he's 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 just there to be the whipped cream filling of this commentary on war yeah that where they're trying to like be super highbrow and and philosophical about like the stupidity of prolonged conflict and i'm like really you've made me sit through 45 minutes of fucking wasting my time with dumbass and his new girlfriend riding a space camel and this is this is what this was the payoff and then and then the i don't know if anyone wants to like start off on phasma but uh, somebody so, else bring it yeah, up. So, so Captain Phasma returns to this movie. We were like, yes, more Captain Phasma. It's going to be amazing. And the the actress that plays her, I can't remember her name, also plays her. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Yes, thank you. Um, she was like, Captain Phasma has a much bigger role in this movie. She said this herself. Spoilers, she doesn't fucking have any role in this movie. Period. She has, so then, she has three lines. Yeah, so they catch they catch uh, Finn and Rose and Benicio del Toro. They're like, you know, she's finally going to execute Finn, but instead of just shoot the motherfucker, she's like, "Do we have any like laser axes that we can chop the bitch with? That'd be sweet. Let's take our time on this one." <laughs> so they bust out the laser axes, and just like killing them. Let's do this on the count of twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, and they waited. They waited like <laughs> they, they waited like fucking five minutes. I mean, like, I, I it, and here's the thing about Phasma that that blew my mind. Like, they spent so much time developing this character to be really interesting, and they said, you know, she's going to be a lot like Boba Fett. And I mean, like, I didn't, I don't think we're going to mean literally, because I mean, like, he had like four spoken lines too between the two movies. But I think, I think, I actually think that fucking Boba Fett probably had more screen time than Captain Phasma did. Yeah. And they spent they spent so much time building this character from Force Awakens to the, uh, the they, they did like like the comics they did the the all the other shit that went with it and then uh, we see her in and the Last Jedi and then she does this stupid fucking fight with Finn and for some reason he <laughs> for some reason he wins like yeah. I, I have like like. I mean, can I can I tangent for a second about Finn and Ray for yeah, for for a minute? For, okay, so I, I would like I would like to talk about weapons for a minute, and I would like to point out that Finn's big thing was that he was a fucking janitor. Mm-hmm. Like that's been that's been that's been his character. I was a janitor, you know. Well, I cleaned those up. Well, first of all, then why the fuck were you down there shooting it in the very first movie? So you obviously weren't like just a janitor. Sure. I mean, you you had combat training of some level, which I guess if you're in the army, you're going to be a janitor. You probably do anyway, but whatever. So his big thing is he keeps talking about how he's he's like he's just a janitor. So he's like he's grunt level. And again, they're shoving the shit in your face about this is an every man's war now. It's not about you know the fighting aristocracy. It's about everyone trying to be the best that they possibly can. Okay, fine, whatever. But then they, so then you have Phasma, who is basically born and bred killer. I mean, like, she's the best of the best of the best. <laughs> she's and the one stormtrooper. 
bulletproof armor too. That should tell you something. Yeah, she's the one that actually has armor that fucking is armor. And like, so, <laughs> so then he fights with her with melee weapons and then wins. What? Yeah. I mean, okay, uh, I'll give you that. He she she beat him and then he surprised her. Fine. But like for for real though, I mean, she did classic you know classic villain shit where she didn't confirm the kill. I knocked him into the thing. Even though I've been on this ship for fucking years now, and I know where the majority of everything is, and I know that that's, you know, that's an elevator down there, there's a high probability that he landed on something and he probably come back up. I'm just not going to look. I'm going to turn around and just be fucking, sw- like, swanky as shit about, I just killed that janitor, and then get my face fucking crushed in by a, whatever the fuck that, like, a, a stun baton thing that makes no a stun tonfa makes no sense. <laughs> I'm still working that one out. But yeah, and, and and this is part of the a, a big continuity error that I've seen a lot of people point out is, so they're about to execute Finn and Rose. Where's Where's Captain Phasma? She is standing right fucking there. Yeah. Holdo flies the ship through the dreadnought, and then and in the very next scene, all of a sudden. There. Yeah, Phasma is on the other side of the fucking hangar, and she emerges through the flames with her rifle in her hands. Switches over to Finn. They start fighting. All of a sudden, it switches back to Phasma. The gun is gone, and she has this melee... Shoot him! <laughs> Just fucking shoot him! I mean, like, look, I think, I think, like, I, I think I can identify with Phasma because I feel like Phasma probably uh, used Finn as being like one of her unruly children, and like, you always want to. I know you always want to shoot your kids when they're being, you know, being little shits. But instead, she she goes for like the mean mom method, and she gets out like that really like thin, flexible like telephone. <laughs> she like, busts out line. the switch. Yeah, that's what she did. She busted out a switch. She's all shit, 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 and I'm like, it's a switch. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, because it's like, I mean, like it has, it, it functionally has no combat value. It's like, it's like this bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she's like whacking him with it, and, and and he's like, you know, getting tossed around about it. I'm like, I'm like, let's be real though with physics. I mean, Finn's got to be like what, like 180 most predominantly muscle, and he's got all that like, you know, like the uh, the storm, not the storm, the, the imperial armor or not armor, but like outfit on. It's probably predominantly what wool and shit. <laughs> he, she's like, she's like, wow, ow, god damn it. You know, I mean, like, not like, and then he goes flying or whatever. I mean, and she hits him with the stomach with it. And I'm like, did you look at it whenever she, like, jammed him with it? This shit's like a fucking razor blade on the end. (laughs) Finn just crumples up and then just sits there and goes, the blood is black. Oh, God. He's, like, trying to tuck it. He's, like, trying to tuck his guts back in. So then Finn ends appropriately. You know, (laughs) I, I feel... And then he so then he beats her and then yeah you know you're right continuity issue I mean like I, I I thought that too whenever like so he's like she's like legit like what like six feet away from him when they're about to laser axe him yeah. and then and then she when when maybe maybe okay let's Jen I'm gonna help you out again I'm gonna help you out I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with some some continuity I'm gonna make I'm gonna bridge it for you because I love you and I want you to be good even if I have to lie to myself. I maybe what happened is when Holdo flew through part of the ship caught on Phasma's armor that's indestructible unless Finn and the plot want it to break and then it dragged her to the other end of the hangar and then dropped her off and I don't she's think like it, I don't think she's like dying, her, you know? I don't think 
I don't think it dragged her. You know what I think happened? I think that sh that ship straight up fucking bounced off of Phasma's armor. <laughs> that's why it's at an angle. <laughs> Bitch has the de the density of a star, and that's that's, and that's, that's why Finn was able to beat her because she you know had a Corvette bounce off of her at light speed. Yeah, that's why that's why that part of her helmet was was weakened because. <laughs> That's where it domed her. Boom. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, that's why, like, whenever you see Hold, like all the all the damage that Hola did, like it only goes like to the left, because like as soon as Phasma was looking down at him, like, Bing! <laughs> and it just wrecked everything all the way up back there. Oh my god. <laughs> but I mean, and then so then she dies, and and oh, there's a, a fucking waste. She better come back in the fourth, a third one. I can't imagine that she wouldn't. And. So then, my my other thing I was gonna I was gonna rant about I'm gonna rant about Ray, and and Ray is fucking stupid and worthless, and everyone calls her Mary Sue, and they're finally they're finally proven right in this well, movie. Well, she re is. real real quick before you do another thing, of the, to, just to touch on on Finn again that you mentioned, like, you know, why did he have all this combat training if he was just a fucking janitor? Mm -hmm. So Force Awakens, the entire thing that he needed to get off of the the ship in the first place was a pilot. He had zero piloting skills. He couldn't fly or drive anything. Mm -hmm. Same with getting off of Jakku. He needed a pilot. He couldn't fly or drive anything. The end of this movie, he's flying and driving a fucking little, you know, salt speeder like a pro. Where did he fucking get this skill? <laughs> and, and and look at look at look at the introduction of Rose's character. Mm -hmm. So like she they they she flat out says, I stare at pipes all day. She's a she's a mechanic. That was her thing. And then all of a sudden now her dumbass is in a speeder fighting again, like front lining. Like, <laughs> she's like, and she's like, you know, Bob and weaving. Oh, I can't shake him. And then like, I mean, you're shaking him pretty good though. I mean, like, you know, let's be honest here. Right. I mean, like that thing's a piece of shit. And you're kind of like, he's like, pew, pew. And you're like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Suck my dick. <laughs> I got this one, man. I got this one. All right. All right. So here, here's what happened. Okay. Okay. When they made it to the base. <laughs> they leveled up and they put a little dot. <laughs> right in their little piloting thing, and then they just kept rolling really high. <laughs> so, so, so you're saying? Oh, is that is that what those dice were? Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, what the dice were. That's why they're golden because they only had positive outcomes. All crits all day. <laughs> all, all crits, Na all day natural twenties, motherfucker. <laughs> Check them. So, okay, so now I want now I want to yell about Ray because I I liked her, I liked her until this movie. And now yeah. I don't, because I think that she's, I think that she's unnecessarily arrogant, and I think that she's full of herself. I think she's a fucking idiot. And it, here's the thing that they imply in this movie that, so she gets, you know, super surged with the force, and then for some reason, beyond anyone's understanding, she becomes not only like proficient, but really good with the lightsaber like instantaneously like she struggled kind of with it in the first place but this movie takes place almost immediately after uh circular base's destruction so then she leaves goes finds luke goes and finds luke and she's training with her bow for her bow staff or whatever which she also sucks with mm -hmm. and then because like she's and I, and I can say that not just because i think that her form is terrible but because in the very first part of force awakens she doesn't quite completely fend off the fucking guys trying to steal bb8 she barely wins that fight so that she's not really that good with it. So right. then in the second one, she just picks up a lightsaber and all of a sudden, like, you know, she because she's strong in the force, she starts becoming really good at it. 
my major problem with that is then why is it that all of the Jedi always train their whole lives every day, day in and day out, on how they use the various forms and exercises for the lightsaber? I got an explanation yeah. for that one. You're going to have to be a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how in... Uh, how in <laughs> You're going to hate this. How in uh, Dragon Ball Z... <laughs> yeah, I do. I hate it already. <laughs> I do I already hate it. How everybody's training so hard to become Super Saiyan... And then they get married and have kids, and their kids are Super Saiyan at, like, age three. Star Wars. Yeah, but here's the thing. Her, her, so that her, she didn't, so what, really, by that logic, Rey should have been really good at being fucking drunk. <laughs> because she should have, been, should have been really good at being drunk and abandoning Chewie whenever he fell asleep. True, true. <laughs> I mean, like, that, that would have been her, that would have been her, like, parental skills, like, the, the passing on of uh, her inheritance skills. From True. from her parents, but like so, like the implication is that so she's really good with the force because she's really good with the force. She's really good with the lightsaber. I'm like that's insane. You obviously have the Rian Johnson obviously has no fucking idea how the force works, or at least yeah. up to this point, no idea how the force works. Because, you know, if 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 the implication is that if you're really strong with the force, you're really good with the lightsaber, then Darth Sidious didn't really need to be all that Heidi, did he? Because right. he was super powerful in the Force, and if by that logic he would have been an unfucking killable god with a lightsaber, there would have been no Jedi who could have touched him. Look at Yoda; he probably he probably would have literally been able to sit sit back, put a fidget spinner on his wiener, and have the <laughs> lightsaber just zoom around the room and kill everyone. <laughs> because I mean, he he was so powerful with the Force that he should have been an unkillable god with the lightsaber. But right. then you have Mace Windu, who wasn't as powerful as Yoda, but was way better with the lightsaber. Because he trained in it all the fucking time. Right. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, what was the point of having them train and learn all the various forms and techniques and whatever if, like, they could just be powerful in the Force and then, you know, by osmosis become extremely gifted with the lightsaber? That makes no sense. And that makes me angry because I think they what they wanted is they wanted that the, the fight against the Praetorian Guard so badly, but they realized... I mean, she would, they'd be like, this bitch would die. I mean, like, if she went in there <laughs> with the way it is, I mean, she'd be like, and then just they just chop her to pieces. Yeah. And she just, I mean, it just rolls all over. I mean, you don't get to be a Praetorian guard just by, you know, winging it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, I mean, Kylo Ren, I mean, Kylo Ren trained since he was, you know, basically an infant with in, in lightsaber fighting and with lightsaber techniques and whatever. I mean, he trained really young, and then she whoops his ass, question mark. I mean, what? So, right. again, implication is that because Force am good at whatever. I'm like, no, no, practical knowledge is still incredibly important. And she she doesn't seem to really have, like, that many, other than, like, small personal, like, per, like character flaws. When it comes to, like, her practical skills, she's, like, <laughs> she's fucking literally light years ahead of everyone. And I don't understand. I, I mean, like, this is the character that people get pissed off about in anime. Yeah. I mean, like, because they're like, like, well, I mean, you just can't, you can't touch him because he can do whatever he wants. I'm like, yeah, and it is stupid. Which in anime sometimes that works because, you know, the, because they're they set it up to where it's it is unbelievable. But at the same time, if you have a character like that, and and the and the impl and again the implication is that there's supposed to be a struggle here. We don't get a struggle because she is so good at everything. She is undeniably more powerful than Kylo Ren in every way. She's better with him than the lightsaber. You know, she's stronger than the uh, stronger than the force with him. I, where's the where's the conflict anymore? I mean, Honestly, movie, the, roll, roll credits, movie's over. I mean, really, the only conflict is whether she's going to be a good guy or a bad guy at that point. 
Which the, which they just they shut the book on that. Yeah, you pretty know, much. Boom, she's a good guy. I mean, she's mm-hmm. gonna take over for Luke. Fucking stupid, but okay, whatever. I okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna turn over just real quick. I want to talk about the the state of the Republic in the beginning of this movie. That makes no sense to me, and I want someone to help me. State I mean, of the I, Republic. I, I know I know what the canon is, and I and I understand where it com- comes from, but I feel like it should be pointed out. Because the movie doesn't explain to you why the First Order is ruling the galaxy. Because we went from the end of the first one, where we blew up Starkiller Base, and took a huge fucking chunk out of the First Order, yeah. to they rule the galaxy. Yeah, that that was an, another huge continuity area. First Order spends all these fucking resources and all of this money and everything on building Starkiller Base, only to have it blown the fuck up. Yeah. And then immediately switch to the very next following scene because there's no time in between these movies the very next scene suddenly the first order is reigning supreme across the entire galaxy i beg your fucking pardon (laughs) my my only question to that is i mean they took out an entire fucking solar system with star killer including coruscant so they didn't take out coruscant that they did no they um the I mean, do you, do you want me to just so the New Republic has it because they wanted to distance themselves from the Empire. They moved the uh, the New Republic's um, capital to another planet. That's oh. the planet. Oh, carry on. <laughs> okay, so they wiped out pretty much the Senate, right? Like the 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 Galactic Federation of Planets, or whatever you call it. No, is that the Galactic that? Senate? Yeah. Okay. So they there's there's no. I mean, it's all just rebels and versus the first order right that's all it is mm-hmm. at that point okay right. ca- carry on <laughs> so so i actually do have an answer i wanted to bring it up because i know that it was a, it was going to be a big issue and it was one for me until like i actually read about it and this is one of my problems that i have with with these movies or i should say this movie in particular do you remember a little little movie series called the matrix uh yeah <clears throat> so do you remember how like the first matrix movie was really good and then the rest of them fucking sucked <laughs> yeah so here's my problem with the Matrix is that y- you go into the second Matrix movie and like, you know, the the Morpheus's ship is like downed and you're like, what, what's happening? I don't understand. And it's because there was a bunch of things that happened in between, but you'd had to read the comic book, played the video game, you know, seen the seen the animated series to know what's actually happening. Right. And that's exactly what they've done with this movie. Because there's, you have had to read all the material between when they made Force Awakens to right now to know what the fuck is happening. So basically, like, I'm, I'm gonna give you like the the Cliff Notes version of it. Mon Mothma goes, gets into power. Okay, so she becomes the Supreme Chancellor. She revokes the Supreme Chancellor's abilities or you know general uh, emergency powers that Palpatine took, took for himself. Mm-hmm. The Empire is destroyed, but there's still the Imperial Remnant. They do the last few battles with that, and they kind of suppress the Imperial Remnant. They but they they basically push them into some centralized planets and then say you can't leave here you can't militarize so then after they decide that mom Hoffman decides that she's going to reduce the republic military because they're at peace by 90 percent but because it's now a republic the planets that are in that are in within the the sphere of the, the republic are also the planets where the imperial sympathizers were and they get themselves voted in the voted in office and they vote to decentralize the military and to reduce the amount of military presence and to disarm and to get all the uh the, to 
redo they take out all the ships and whatever and we don't need all these we don't need all these but in in secret they were working with the first order because a huge portion of the imperial separatists left to the unknown regions and started building their armadas so then these imperial seditionists stayed behind to disarm the republic and reduce their military might so then whenever the first order returned they came in with all the ships star killer base all this other shit and the republic was like we have a jeep that <laughs> harry has a pitchfork in and we can drive it really fast and you better watch your ass so we'll stick we'll stick you so help me god but the only people that that because so leia because lane and mothma were pretty much like hip hip and hip for right. most of most of their lives and then what ended up happening is Leia disagreed with Mon Mothma because she saw the Imperialists leaving in droves to go to the Unknown Regions. She says, well, if you don't think they're going to not, they're, they're, if you think that they're not going to come back here, an idiot is what it boils down to. And so she tried to get as many people as she could, which ends up being the Resistance, which consists of Admiral Akbar and his personal fleet that he was able to salvage. And that becomes the Resistance. And there were the Resistance, not only of the First Order, but of the Republic because she didn't follow with the New Republic's guidelines of we need to have a weak and centralized military because she felt very strongly that they needed to have a stronger military exactly because of what happened with the Empire. Right. So so then, uh, yeah, the First Order comes in and they wipe everybody out and now you've got, they just, just run roughshod of everyone because nobody has a military. Nobody has, nobody has any weapons anymore. Well, all right then. And, and that's why, because, like, when I saw that, I'm like, because, like I said, you know, went from wiping out Starkiller Base, taking a huge chunk out of it, and then all of a sudden First Order's ruling everything. I'm like, what happened? Did we lose something? And then I'm like, oh, wait, we're talking about the Republic, right? The Galactic Republic. The whole thing? Lost already. <laughs> Between two movies? Because that would have been a pretty cool movie. <laughs> I mean, like, if, we, if they lost the whole fucking war, I mean, that's practically like losing the hyperspace. I mean yeah. that would have been pretty cool to see. Is all I'm getting at. And here's my other thing, though. Like my one, my one thing. You know, um, Mandalore will never be ruled. Yeah, so yeah. I challenge the First Order, because I know that it's not canon anymore. But I like to th say it out loud and say it in my heart. But Boba Fett does get the mask of Mandalore, and he does rule as king in Mandalore. Nice. So. <laughs> well, I, I I think what we have to talk about next, or we don't have to, but we we may wish to talk about next is the uh, the next biggest surprise nobody in this movie. Let's talk about Snoke, shall we? I do not understand how you can fuck a character like that. They built him <laughs> up so much in Force Awakens, and he he has like, oh my god! So like, Snoke bugs the shit out of me so badly uh, I, I just, let me let me he's, he's gotta be he's gotta be the we've oh. ever seen the star wars cinematic universe period say, say that one more time ryan i uh, sorry i i said he's gotta be the power powerful force user we've seen in the star wars universe so far. E easily I mean, he, and he's and he's been discussed in canon where he uh, he they it's weird because he, you know he's they say he's not a Sith and he's not a Jedi and I'm like yeah okay. I'm like K okay. but he's like ultra powerful in the dark side but he doesn't prescribe to either I'm like well that's actually really interesting 
I'm like, I love that. I, I think that's a fantastic idea. So he's just basically and bad guy. And and that's cool. I'm cool with that. I mean, I think that's a wonderful idea where he's like, you know, he, he doesn't hold the tenets of either. And, and but he still wants absolute power like a Sith. But, you know, he's not full dark either. But he has full dark tendencies. I'm like, cool. I'm sold. That's wonderful. I mean, the dude's like fucking near omnipotent. He yeah. Minds, he bridges people through the force, like so they have like you know really freaky Skype calls. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> they did intergalactic skyping. Yeah, he, 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 bridged, he bridged two minds across an entire galaxy effortlessly. Yeah. I mean, so effortlessly that they didn't even know. They didn't even know it was happening. They thought it was each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's crazy powerful. He can read fucking minds. And here's, here's another thing. So, like, Vader was able to force choke somebody when they were... So, like, he was on the Executor, and then one of the captains that failed to capture Luke was on a Star Destroyer that was, like, you know, let's just say, like, 300 kilometers away, but you could still see it. So it was still fairly close. And he's looking at him on the on the teleprompter, the teleprompter, of the little, the little video computer, and he force chokes him. You know, force chokes him to death. But he, he was that close. I mean, close you know, respect him. But Snoke is literally in another fucking galaxy on the supremacy, and he whips Hux around like a fucking bad child. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, can, can we just talk about real quick how Hux was the uh, redheaded stepchild? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, both literally and figuratively, because I mean, like, dude, that poor child. Every I mean, time that guy opened his fucking mouth. <laughs> Somebody was there to put the force in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fucking, like, uh, he tries to be all, like, uppity with Snoke, and also he hears, like, the flutter of force robes, and he's like, no, no, all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, Hux, I felt so bad for Hux. Hux got the shit kicked out in that entire movie. Like, he literally nothing went his way the whole time. Wow. But, I mean, so so Snoke was, was you know, effectively a god. I mean, they they said that he was more powerful than Palpatine by far. And Palpatine was insanely powerful. Oh yeah. And, and then so, but like here, here's here's the thing. So, can I can I talk about the lightsaber scene? Mm -hmm. Can I can I do that? So, he's so powerful. He knows what's happening, literally anywhere. He can sense it. He can sense your mind at any distance. Neil, when you're taking a shit, he knows what you're watching. And he is in another fucking universe. But he can get your mind out of everyone else's. That's insane to me. But he obviously can't tell why kids love fucking cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> because obviously he's sitting there reading Kylo Ren's mind and he fell for like some seriously like old timey 1940s, you know, fool Zalazar the Great moment where Kylo Ren was vague enough in his thoughts that. He was. He didn't fucking hear the lightsaber rattling. <laughs> he can do all this amazing, powerful shit, but he can't hear a lightsaber rattling on a metal chair right next to him. <laughs> like, here's my thing. I wanted him. I wanted him to be like disfigured enough, where like he didn't have an ear on that side or something. You know, like it's fused shut or whatever. So he's got, but he noticeably has one on this side because like he was all <laughs> fucked up. So then it would make sense. So it's like Kylo Ren's even forced darker because he's taking advantage of someone's disability. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> because, like, so he, like, he can't hear on this side, but he, so it's like rattling and it makes sense that he wouldn't be able to hear it because homie's deaf on one side. But then, then he just, he's fine. And then he gets stuck with this fucking thing. 
and and also like to point out that like he obviously doesn't have really great eyes because they had like that huge device in the corner of the room that I was like I was like oh that must be the thing that they're using to track the ships no that's Snoke's reading glasses yeah. <laughs> he had the big magnifier that like you see like granddads have like at the pharmacy or whatever and they're read the I can't read it with those readers get me the magnifying glass oh well, I need to know how much how much volume I'm supposed to take oh not too much oh not too much <laughs> just I he was he's easily the biggest disappointment however However, the, in some of the stuff that they have for like the again, this is extended stuff that they they don't ever talk about in the movie because he wasn't alive long enough. Uh, but he he all the stuff that he wears all has imprint on it, uh, different uh, symbols and writings about death and rebirth and uh, continuing on after the Force. So I'm like, to me, in my mind, because of how they built him up and how powerful he's supposed to be, there was a uh, there was a story uh, that's non-canon now where the Emperor was so powerful in the Force that the reason why he was all decrepit, this was before the prequels, the reason why he was all decrepit is because he had such dark Force energy that his body couldn't sustain it. Yeah. And so he would make clones and he would go from clone to clone to clone like Darth Plagueis taught him how. So I'm like, my in my head, this is how I have to cope with this thanks Ryan Johnson that Snoke intentionally dies because his body's all jacked up because he wants Kylo Ren to go even further into the dark side so that he can basically pull a Voldemort and just like and just stick in just just get in Kylo Ren and become the ultimate because he's got a new body with a huge fount of force power that's what I'm hoping I'm hoping that Snoke's not dead and he's just sort of like he's either he's either in Kylo Ren right now, or he's just sort of floating around waiting for the right opportunity. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I said, that's how I have to cope with it. I mean, that's how I have to deal with it because I mean, otherwise, like you know, your final villain, even though he's interesting, is still Darth Millennial, and like mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, you know, I can only handle so much screaming and crying and fucking smashing your shit against the wall and whatever. And and I'm like, look, you're. You're not even. You're not even. You're not even anger powered. You're angst powered, and you need. To, you need to just. You need to fucking not. Is what it will. I mean, you just stop. Just stop. Quit it. I mean, go 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 fucking have a time. I mean, I sort of want. I want it. That's what I wanted from Force to come out and literally pick Kylo Ren up and stick his dumb ass in a corner, all like. <laughs> just give, give his ass a timeout, and every time he tried to turn around, she fucking whacks him with that goddamn cane. I mean, just whoosh, ah, dark force power grows. You know, I just I wanted that, and Gilbert Godfrey would be the best Sith ever. <laughs> I want to take over the galaxy. <laughs> All right, so Yago. so let's talk about. I mean, we're gonna skip the whole pod racing 2.0 discussion because we already talked about that yep. let's, let's talk about what uh, what Luke did or didn't do I mean <laughs> yeah I mean there was what specifically there was subtle hints that that was a force ghost but it wasn't even subtle really I mean like it, they, they pretty much it. told you yeah I did I was mad as shit in the theater like once I thought I about it I'm like how well, how, obviously Ray had his lightsaber. How did Kylo Ren not know that 
you know, the lightsaber that fucking Luke was using was not the same one that Ray was using. Was the one that they just both tore in half, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I mean, he looked a whole lot ow. younger. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, on the way there, he had time to fucking, you know, manscape that that beard and everything dye it back to brown it was all gray before he's got like brown with slight gray highlights he was looking good when he showed up i know i was like i was like dude i'm like i'm like look this is this is clearly a force to me and, and what was the worst part <laughs> is that as soon as i saw him there was a there was a line that kylo ren says like wave earlier in the movie and this this confirmed luke was gonna die to me like as soon as i saw it because it, earlier on whenever uh he connects uh, Snoke connects um, uh, whatever uh, Kylo Ren and Rey. Uh, he says, "You know, how are you doing this? You're not doing this. The the stress alone would kill you." And then I was like, "Okay." So then, so then I was like, "I, I do. You know, I just remember that as just being a line from the movie." But then, whenever I saw Luke, and then I recognized, I saw that he was like way younger, but he was he was the same age that he was when Kylo Ren was his teacher. Yeah. So I'm like. Okay, so he's gonna die. This is how he dies. This is fucking fake, and this is how he dies. But then I also wanted to be like, maybe it's a movie faux pas, or maybe he really did just clean up on the way. I, <laughs> at this point, I'll take it. Whatever, you know. Maybe he. Maybe, what if he took Archie with him and all his little gadgets, and whenever he's all like, I got a hair gel, and blah, 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 and he he does him up all nice because he expects to die. Fine, I'll go with it. Whatever, fine. But then when he goes out. And I was, uh, in my heart, I was still the, I wanted him to go out there and be the legend. Right. Yeah. I know that, like, the whole movie was about, like, you know, decrying the legend, the forces, you know, the Jedi are stupid, they are stupid, fine, whatever, I don't care. You're still Luke fucking Skywalker. And I felt like, as an audience, that I know that's what everyone wanted, and I know that's why, I know that's why they didn't do it. But I really wanted him to go out there and prove why everyone, Kylo Ren, Snoke were fucking afraid of Luke Skywalker because he's Luke goddamn Skywalker and all those AT-ATs are all they're lined out and he just kind of like looks at him and they all blast at him and I told I told my dad I wanted him I wanted the dust to settle and him to be doing like like uh hovering like above the ground and all the area around him is untouched that's what I was thinking was gonna happen I was like, oh my god, y'all. If that would have happened, I would have literally fainted in the theater. <laughs> and, and then and then I just wanted him to like get down. And then whenever he like did went to do the cheap movie brush off thing, I actually caught I, I, in my again in my heart, because I'm still to me, Luke is still up here. I wanted him to just and then just all the AT-ATs poof, 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 right. poof, just <laughs> fall over. Or like even more I wanted him also kind of wanted him to go full star killer on it. And, and to just act like they were made out of paper mache. Pick yeah. them all up and just crush them all at the same time. Oh my god! He just Dr. Manhattans that shit and picks yeah. one up and crushes it into a ball. I did. I just wanted him I wanted him to go full tilt. Like, you know, this is the legend. Even if he died in the process, this was why it was so important that we find Luke. Because we need to take him out before true order can really be restored and instilled for us, because Luke will always be the spark of hope. He will always be the enemy of injustice. He will always be the one to fight for everyone else. This was Luke fucking Skywalker. And then it was a fake. Ha! Yeah. No! This isn't Luke, it's Jake. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> there was absolutely no reason 
at all that they couldn't have had Luke actually physically show up. I and mean, he's they, even, die anyway. they even they even showed his X-wing resting in the water on the island that he was staying at. Just, yep. Just a how, how could how could they show that X-wing in the water and then not have him lift it out of the water? That was a big old metal I mean, finger. Come on. Yeah. Would, would, would it have not been complete titties too? Like if he doesn't just walk in and talk, he flies in and said X-wing and just starts laying waste to fucking everything. Yes. And being like, and then you get to see, so you get to see, like literally in this case, you get to see all stages of Luke Skywalker. He flies in as the hotshot pilot, blows apart these AT-ATs because they got all the oil canisters in the bag all exposed. He blows them all apart, blows apart the little can, the can, the, the mini Death Star, which is fucking stupid. And then, you know, he, he hovers, jumps out, and he's Luke the Jedi Knight, fights Kylo Ren, beats the shit out of him, not, like, does whatever he wants to, and then, and then at the end, doesn't kill Kylo Ren and shows that he's Luke the Grandmaster. Yes. And then at the very end, he's like, you know, th this is not the path that you need to be following. And then he actually has the potential to redeem him, even if, even if Kylo Ren doesn't take it. Yeah, green lightsaber and all. Even if he doesn't, take the opportunity to be redeemed and he you know slaps the hand away and then runs away and luke lets him go then you still have luke and you still have ray and you still have luke's fucking skywalker is back in the galaxy and now everybody would be like oh, we got your message but we were on the shitter so i mean like we're definitely gonna come help you guys now uh we got a whole bunch of ships or something i'll find something luke's here right but for real he's though like luke is here because it's like, when they're like, I won't be the last Jedi, I won't be the last thing of hope. Okay, no one knows who the fuck Rey is. But they know Luke Skywalker's goddamn dead, though. <laughs> you want to talk about the opposite of hope? That's not hope. That's that's fucking telling you, like, that's like you're going into World War... That's like you're going into World War Two and Patton fucking has a heart attack on the boat over. Yeah. No that's, dead. that's instant despair, like, going around telling everybody, Luke's back, Luke's back. Oh, really? What happened? He... Well, he's yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Let's surrender. I mean, like he—he's dead. I mean, again, that's like that—that's like going in. That's like going into fucking D-Day. Winston Churchill chokes to death on a fucking fishbone. Yeah. I mean, like everything's gone. Everything's terrible now. I mean, like, but you want people? Oh, but we have N Jedi. <laughs> you know, but like at this point, there are so few Jedi. It's like, okay, what, what, you know? I mean, you pretty much get to treat like a job interview. What are her qualifications? <laughs> who, who, and this is this is where like you know like you could have the argument about like the 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 force being like an aristocracy because it's like, well, who was her master? Well, well, Luke was. Oh, well, okay. Well, how for how long? About twenty-seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not really. Not really an apprenticeship. Um, okay. All right. Um, you know, does she have lightsaber skills? Uh, she's self-taught. All right. My son's self-taught and shit himself. So, I mean, that's not really like, I'm not really sold on that. Speaking of I being self-taught, I was hoping when she was fucking swinging around that lightsaber training herself, that <laughs> oh, reality God. was going to happen and she was going to chop off a finger or something. Because, <laughs> come on, you're not a fucking lightsaber master just because we you know, I found it on the floor. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. That, that's what I'm saying about like the whole like weapon master thing. That's insane. But like, it would be great too. Like, because again, this movie loved comedy way too much. Really, she was zipping around the lightsaber and chops her fucking arm off, and then she's like, ah, ah, and Luke runs over. She goes, "Oh, look, we match." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm 
I'm like, oh, cool, a sight gag. I mean, you throw it in with a bucket of other sight gags we've had in this fucking movie. Shut up. You didn't like the Admiral Ackbar line, but you liked that line? What's wrong with you? Shut up. I want to touch on something that H2O said in chat. He was talking about the whole subplot of Luke debating whether or not to kill Ben Solo in his sleep. Mm. So you're telling me that Luke, the same Luke Skywalker that turned himself in to the Emperor just on the off chance that he could convince the mo- the second most evil man in the galaxy, his father, Darth Vader, to return to the light just because he saw that tiny spark of light still inside Anakin Skywalker. This same Luke senses in his nephew, so another family member, senses in his nephew there's a possibility that he might turn to the dark side. He immediately ignites his lightsaber and thinks about killing him? Are you fucking insane? Okay, I agree 100% with that one. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I remember, like, when I was watching the movie, and and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, oh, he's sensing the, he's sensing the anger or the whatever. And, and I kind of, you know, I mean, I, I get it. You know, I, I get it. I understand it. You know, and I'm like, uh, because apparently Snoke was able to like start to influence his influence his mind um, before all this took place. So like he was already like doing the dark side thing. I get that, but Luke, Luke himself always walked that line anyway. I mean between mm-hmm. between light and dark. I mean he was the closest to being like a real honest to god gray Jedi. And for him, I mean I guess like I mean like if you really wanted to try to defend it. Like, you can say that Luke felt like he was the only one capable of walking that line and that anyone else being tempted by the by the dark side of the Force would obviously be immediately evil because they weren't Luke Skywalker. But, that, I mean, I guess that would be like the hubris of the Jedi if we're really trying to defend it. But, I mean, as far as Luke being an actual fucking character, Luke's biggest thing was always wanting to forgive everyone. That was Luke's character. So, I mean, like, even if... Even if Ben Solo fucking goes complete dark side, Anakin style, kills younglings, Luke would be the guy that would still try to turn him. Yeah. He wouldn't be like, man, he's thinking about some fucked up stuff. <laughs> Better take him out. I mean, like, Before you know, it's too late. <laughs> Better nip this shit in the bud. I mean, like, for real? Phone? <laughs> God damn it. This is the screaming picture. Yeah. <laughs> And a new one. There's a monk. It's a monkey in a jacket. Okay, so I saw this um, this Parks and Rex meme. <laughs> put put Ron uh, for Ron Swanson to put uh, Kylo Ren's <laughs> face on it. But there's a scene where Ron Swanson is ordering some steaks uh, at a restaurant, and he goes to the waiter. He's like, "Give me every steak you have," and the waiter's like, "Uh, okay." And he's like, "I I, I want to make sure you didn't misunderstand me." I didn't say, bring me a lot of steak. All the bacon. I want He's every piece of bacon. bacon. Yeah. Bring yeah. every piece of bacon you have onto my plate. And then they just replaces his, his face with Kylo Ren's face. He's like, I want you to shoot every laser we have. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm afraid you may have word. misunderstood me. <laughs> when I said every every laser, I did not mean a large number of lasers. <laughs> I mean every laser. <laughs> I I loved. I actually loved both of the nostalgia knot trips in that one scene where 
the Millennium Falcon shows up, and yes. Kylo Ren sees it, and I love that. I was like, dude, my 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 blood, blah 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 blah. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, and we're about to get into some shit. And then like Kylo Ren fucking loses his mind, blow that piece of junk out of the sky, and I'm like, that's a that's a that's a legit response. I think I think there has been more than one. Uh, person in Star Wars universe who's probably screamed that about the Millennium Falcon over and over and over again. And- Can I just say though, I loved that, but then fi- the next very next words out of Finn's mouth completely ruined that. What did he say? Oh, oh man, man. Oh, they really hate that ship. I was like, yeah, Shut. I agree. <laughs> there was a lot of times in that movie where, like, I I felt like I felt like backhanding Finn would have been the most appropriate answer. <laughs> And I don't understand. I don't understand, like, you know, because, I mean, I know we were talking about it a little bit, but, like, the um, the the suicide thing, again, like, you know, your sister just tried to, you know, your sister did a suicide run, and she was a hero. But then, you know, again, Homeboy's going to run this thing down the gullet, and for some reason you stop him, which, like, I'll be honest with you, gravity and, and force and everything, they would have both died. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. And then he's able to walk away from it. I'm like, what the fuck is Finn made out of? <laughs> like, is he like, is he just made out of metal? I mean, yeah, is that why? And, and and also, so so Rose crashes into it. They both survive. They're sitting there in the wreckage. Not a single one of those ATs open fires on the wreckage. <laughs> but two of them are looking right the two fuck of them are at looking him. Right at him. No, and then... Finn gets out and drags Rose's body all the way back to the base, and even then, not a single thing fired on them. Yeah, whenever like the order given was go in there and kill everything, <laughs> like no survivors, no prisoners. Apparently, but these two, except for those two, yeah, <laughs> except for these guys. Let them get across this open fucking field. And one of the things that pissed me off the most about it is that they tried so hard repeatedly in this to pretend like they weren't trying to completely fucking copy Empire Strikes Back. Right. That whenever they were in the trenches and the, the AT-ATs were coming at them, there was that one asshole that goes That's salt! It's salt, guys! I mean, like, that was one of the lines where he, t- he goes, he goes, it's salt! I'm like, was the fact that when they said it was a salt planet a fucking mystery to you? <laughs> I mean, they thought, said that before they got to Crate, that it was a mineral, that it was a mineral uh, planet and that the surface was salt. They said that before they even fucking got there. An asshole sticks his fingers in and then, just to let you know, this this is not snow. This is not, this isn't hot. I know basic, all this looks like yeah, hot. But it's basically, basically Ryan Johnson going, I'm not copying Hoth, guys, I swear. <laughs> yeah, and it, it made me angry. I, I actually genuinely pissed me off because I'm, I'm like, <laughs> but you are, though. It, the, like, the, the trenches, the towers, the ATAT bombardment. I mean, the fact that, like, they're trying to get through the, sh- the, the, the literal shield. You know, it's not the shield generator. It's the shield. It's not actually not any better. It is the same fucking thing. And then they use that big dumbass fucking cannon that they dragged across the desert mm-hmm. and then like it's a practically a portable death star and then it makes a hole like that fucking big i mean like they fire this thing in like the the rose rose miniaturized and death star butthole is what it was <laughs> yeah i mean like and like they they have rose and finn are having their little moment and then like they fire the, ooh, and it's a background noise and they see sparks and like the, nothing moved and i'm like did you just not put enough power in it Dave, did you fill this thing up with gas before we left? 
I mean, like, you're making me look like an asshole and out here in front of the new boss, all right? I mean, like, you didn't put any fucking fuel in this thing, and we got we got roads to do through this fucking shield generator, and I don't know what I'm going to tell him now. I'm, I'm going to tell him this is the best it's got. This is 100%. That's your fault. That's on you. If these guys get away, <laughs> it, fucking, it makes me so angry because I'm like, I don't know, like, in my heart, again, because I have expectations, which I shouldn't anymore, but, like, they say it's a miniaturized Death Star. And I'm like, then it should be... I mean, like, if, if regular Death Star blows up planets regardless of size, miniature Death Star should blow up mountains regardless of size. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, wait. The, and did, how did they how did they have this thing and then get all these guys down there, all these AT-ATs, because all their shit's pretty fucked up. And these are, like, not just regular AT-ATs. These are, like, heavy AT-ATs, because, like, they had little ones. Did you see that? They had, like, the regular yeah. AT-ATs, and they had the great big ones. And I'm like, but, I mean, like, the supremacy is pretty jacked up. How'd they get all this shit here? Like, they're in turmoil. <laughs> they're in turmoil right now. People are, like, thousands. Thousands upon thousands are dead. And they're like, we need to get down to the planet and continue this war. And they're like, Mike, I just watched 500 guys get sucked out of an airlock. <laughs> can I? Can I take a moment? I mean, like, can I, mean, can, can I, like, have a moment of silence for something? No? Okay, we're going. Okay, let's go. I mean, and then, you know, get the giant gun, get the giant miniaturized Death Star that we have for some reason. Just in case, just in case Rebels decide to barricade themselves behind a giant fucking door. And when did orbital bombardment stop being a thing? If you have enough forces left to, to bring these guys down to the bottom... I mean, like, the old-ass ships in the Old Republic destroyed a whole fucking planet with just conventional weapons. Right. Are you telling me that, like, the remaining First Order guys couldn't literally hover over one spot and be like, you see that mountain? Yeah, I want it to be a plane within five minutes. And then just fire <laughs> literally everything at it. I mean, like, so the, 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 the big plated thing, the big thing that keeps people from getting inside, the giant fucking, like, 95-feet-wide metal thing that keeps people in, Right that you can't get through, but you need a Death Star to get through? Do you need a Death Star to get through the mountain? Because <laughs> it looks like rocks to me. It looks Dude. like mostly salt. It looks like mostly salt, actually. I mean, like... It's salt, guys. So, I mean, like, a landslide kind of cracked it up a little bit in the back. I mean, I think that maybe you should just shoot this thing up for a while and, I mean, see what runs out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, if you know where the mountain is, if you know where the mountain is, surround it. Why are you coming from one side? You have all these fucking people left over. Just get out and around the mountain and just bombard it. And when they come out, then you shoot them. No, man. That's the end of the planet. It's right there. Or, there is no or, back behind the mountain. Or you rush it and they got all the little, they got all the trenches that, that lead into it. Door. The doors that go into the fucking thing. Because there's way more of you than there are of them. There's only, like, what, like 30 guys left? Yeah. So you gotta, so you gotta lose some stormtroopers. That's what they're fucking for. <laughs> You just bum rush them through the door. They can't keep shooting forever. Or you just go, you go, you go classic. You get a bunch of wood, burn it at the entrance of it, and you smoke them out. I mean, because they got nowhere to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are literally so many ways you could have done this without blowing, like, pretending like you were going to blow something up. And all they did was make streaks in the floor. I don't understand that fucking weapon. I'm sorry. I can't get over it. It's like they act like it was this big catastrophic thing and that it didn't do fucking anything. Yeah. Yeah. You feel better, Frank? No, I'm telling you, I could pick this thing apart for like another hour. So, I mean, like... <laughs>
I, I, I think... know, again, I love this movie. I, I actually really enjoyed it. And I hate that like I have so many fucking problems with it. But like I said, it's it's my least favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I mean, and it's so polarized. I mean, people either really hate it, really love it. I can't sit here and pretend like they don't, it doesn't have giant flaws. I love the movie, but then again, I yeah. love all Star Wars movies. I mean, there wasn't yeah. a Star Wars movie where I was like, <sighs> really? No, I loved them all. Even one and two. But, yeah, this one, you know, it's shittier than the rest. I mean, just like you said before, it was, you know, bad plot. Or not bad plot. Bad bad uh, script and subpar acting that killed the, the prequels. Mm-hmm. Well, this one didn't have that problem. It just had bad plot. Yeah, and, and the script great, was great like, performances, great performances. Yeah. But I mean, like the 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 plot was absolutely trash. I mean, like the the subplots, the subplots and the subcontext, or the the subplots and the subtext, in every aspect of this movie was a tragedy to me, because you're taking everything that made Star Wars great and you're basically trying to say we want to upset the order. And I and I understand that, but I felt like there was probably better ways to do it than trying to shove shit down your throat. Right. Especially like with the the Canto bite with the racetrack and whatever, I I literally hated everything about that. Just because it was so it was so preachy, and and I hate Rose's fucking character. I don't understand her. I hate her stupid fucking face and her dumbass overalls and her fucking stupid ass kiss scene at the end. I, I I wish it was her last kiss. I wish that she kissed him, but like all that was left was for her from the waist up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like he's dragging her back, like all fucking Saving Private Ryan style. Oh, she's really hurt now. Like they're like Finn, she's dead. Good. You know, that been my dark side <laughs> points of the movie. I was hoping she was gonna die, and I'm really disappointed. That she... no. <laughs> what 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 I'm what I'm hoping is since J.J. Abrams is coming back for the next one, I'm hoping that he can pull something out of this wreckage. What's the reason for him not doing this one? It, they did. The, Disney wanted to try to do different actors for each one. Why? And different directors. Yes, that's what I meant. Sorry, different different directors. But the, here's the thing too: that they they made no effort at continuity between all three of these. Like Ryan Johnson flat said that they they were they are writing them individually. Like it's not an arc, and that makes me crazy because Why? it's like then it's not a fucking trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are three loosely confederated movies that sort of kind of maybe have something to do with each other. Yeah. That They are Star Wars, mostly. Uh, they're also a huge social commentary, if you like that. <laughs> um, and we got cute animals. Uh, we don't have, we don't do, we don't do gross animals anymore. We only do cute animals, sorry. Um, you Muppets are pretty much fuck all. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta merchandise that shit, dude. Look, we saw the stupid little fucking bird things with a big mouth like Porgs. oh boy for all of 25 fucking seconds in the movie you know what i'm i'm glad about that though i'm Which, glad yeah. that those things weren't posted all over the fucking movie but they're posted all over afraid. fucking shelves in walmart <laughs> yeah but everyone everyone was afraid that it, that they were going to be all over this movie that they were going to be the ewoks again i i thank actually god thought they weren't i actually thought that they were done really well um, because they weren't all over the place, and because I thought the interaction between between, between Chewbacca and the Borg were actually really it was actually really great. And yeah. It was some of the few things I actually thought was funny. Yeah, like the, actually, the part I, where he was eating one of them. 
That's funny. You know, I actually really like that interaction too. It's just the merchandising. It just kills me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to sell your products. I get it, but you don't put shit in there specifically because this is gonna sell. <laughs> I got, I got one. Go. Mil- Luke milking that thing. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, uh, the, this has been the dastardly gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, look, it was gross. Yeah, <laughs> I was in I the mean, theater with Kyle. I was just like, "Is this turning you on?" <laughs> Especially like when he's like sitting there milking it, and then he takes a big old sip of it, and then he looks at her and was like, "Yeah." But then like the worst part is when the, the thing's like, "Yeah, you want in <laughs> on some of this?" <laughs> I got four other teats. <laughs> Make yourself useful. Bow, bow. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I'm not saying I wouldn't jerk. I'm not saying I wouldn't jerk to that, but I am saying that I felt like it was out of place. Very much so. (laughs) I mean, like, it was literally, like, one step shy of him just not... I mean, like, I almost expected him to not actually have the container. You know? (laughs) Just just to be like... (laughs) (laughs) No, I would have gotten up and left. I would (laughs) have. No, no. He he already chucked the lightsaber and he was an asshole's on. I'm done. This isn't Luke. <laughs> this is this, this fucked up cousin that lives up in the hills. This fucking <laughs> Luke Skywalker. And that was another. That was another huge middle finger for Ryan Johnson. Why? Why? Why did he? You know, make the map and everything. Like, come find me if shit goes down. And that's why that's I'm going to make this secret map. And then they get there, and there he's like, "No, fucking go away! I just came here to die." Then why did you make the whole map? <laughs> right? Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I know that, that was that was the thing that that I was told, I was talking to Terry about that. I'm like I'm like why the why why does the map exist? If your whole purpose was death, you saw solace, solitude, and death. Why did you leave a map? Right. <laughs> Moreover, why did you leave a map in two fucking pieces so like enough people had to come together to fucking make a map all Jumanji style? And then fucking, like, you know, they come find you, dumbass, in case things went wrong. And then, I mean, and then R2 only turned back on when. when What what triggered him again? I forgot. They, they didn't really explain that. Um, the groaning of the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Like there was no, I, like it was right after Han Solo died, right? But no, not not quite right after. Oh, in the Force Awakens, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, Han he, died. He, Let me turn myself back on real quick. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I mean, like the I guess like the 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 canon explanation about why he is off is because he downloaded before the Death Star went off, which is very difficult for me to swallow because he was functioning at the end of Return of the Jedi. But he downloaded all the information from the Death Star before it went down. So the he had, he downloaded the entirety of the Imperial Archive. He went into low power mode to basically go through it. And that's why he was in low power mode for like 30 years. <laughs> you know what? The 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 theory that I still think is 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 canon and everything is that the reason R2 woke up as late as he did in The Force Awakens is because he had to get through 30 years of Windows updates. <laughs> yeah, probably. And that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, he was still on, he was still on, you know, he was still on ME. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get through a lot. Oh my god. Uh, I, I don't, I, like, there, there is so much travesty done to the to the remaining characters. Like, Luke, Luke's, Luke's entire character was such a, I mean, I, I like the idea of Sassy Luke, but, like, at the same time, I felt like there could have been, like, 
like you could have been like Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan, sassy, nice. but you didn't have to be like you know, ah, fuck everything. No, get, <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn. I mean, like he was literally at that point where he kind of come out shaking a stick. Nah, get the fuck out of here. Fuck I mean, I wanted him, I mean, at one point, I wanted him to literally hit Ray in the head of them. And just be like, hey! <laughs> the, the, scene, the scene I did like the the uh, the the training training between oh, yeah that was funny. Where he's like reach that? out. Do you feel <laughs> that? He's tickling tickling her with the leaf, and then he slaps her with it. That was, that was funny. And what I, I what I, I would have liked to see is more of Luke actually going into his explanations and reasons as to why the Jedi needed to needed to stop right that's needed to get it. rid of all of that shit not just say it and then be like oh why does it because i'm fucking grumpy and i want you to leave me alone that's why but that was his reason though that I was mean, his like, entire reason that was his entire reason i mean like they they didn't have anything beyond that i mean like so like the jedi the jedi failed okay now, he, he explained no. it in one sentence he explained it when he, they were looking at the water on that circle thing um he said you know the the jedi were too proud and they didn't see what happened with Darth Sidious and because of their their pride the Empire came and they fell. Right. He said that I mean, literally it it was one sentence. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like that but that still isn't really like really an adequate explanation why the entire thing needs to come to an end. And I will say too that I one of the a line that I that I felt was weird and I don't think I I mean maybe you guys have heard it before but I've never heard it before. But did you hear how he refers to the Jedi? In that, whenever they're in the cave, or not in the cave of the tree, he refers to himself as the last of the Jedi religion. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I, I did catch that, and I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. I'm like, they're not a religion. I'm like, what? That's why I was. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, is this more? Is this more horrible subtext? It is because I mean, the only time it was ever referred to as religion before was when the first time uh, Darth Vader. Force choke somebody on screen. This is when one of the oh, uh, ad yeah, yeah. admirals was like, or generals. Right. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't believe in your stupid religion. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, you're... it was said as like a, an insult, is what it was. Yeah, and that guy died for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, he says he says I'm the last of the Jedi religion, and I'm like, Jedi was kind of like a thing, like it wasn't a religion. It was a like. It was a state of being. It was you are a Jedi because of what you've done, what you've accomplished. It's like, you know, that's like that's like saying, you know, I'm, I'm the last of the soldier religion. No, it's, it's a uh, you are a <laughs> yeah. soldier. That is a thing. It's not a religion. It's a rank and in, in proficiency in the force on a certain side of the force. <laughs> right. I mean, like it's it's a it's a it's it's an ideological group. It's not a fucking religion. I mean, that's why it made me weirded out because I'm like. This isn't something that I've ever heard up to this point, and it's bizarre that of everyone that would say it, it's Luke. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is this is enormously bizarre, and I do not appreciate literally anything about that. Uh, yeah. That, that I, again, it's just it's just more character assassination of Luke Skywalker. That's all yeah. that is. Character that didn't get assassinated. Yoda. <laughs> yeah. He did everything he <laughs> needed to do. We got to see Mean Yoda, and I loved it. I, I love Mean Yoda. He's so... I mean, he does something fucked up. Oh, Skywalker. Mr. Fi. Set <laughs> 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 shit on fire. <laughs> Dude, that, that's going to be a thing forever now. I will always love Mean Yoda. <laughs>
Well, guys, that was quite the chat we had. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you might as well wrap it up, because like I said, I, I can yeah. keep going. We, we so. need to. <laughs> We're going I told on. you it was going to be a long one. I and, told you it was going to be a long one. And it was. <laughs> um, This will probably be our longest podcast. And that's all right. You know what's funny? Our, our longest podcasts are always about Star Wars. That's true. I think the last <laughs> time we talked about Star Wars was two, two hours long. We're we're passionate nerds. <laughs> we are, and we're very particular. I mean, like I, I've like I know I know. Try to wrap it up, but I've read I've been watching like a lot of reviews recently about how people are um, happy that this movie is upsetting like the, the nerd community at large, and I'm like, but at the same time, you're also alienating the majority of your fan base, and right. the and your entire reasoning is that you are happy that they are becoming upset because they are becoming upset. So I mean, you're not. It's not even that we have valid concerns and we have valid issues and we take exception to a lot of the things that have happened in, in this particular story in, in, in itself that make it not make sense for the larger, the larger universe. And a lot of movie critics are like, well, that's good because you know, they need to be shaken up a little bit. Poor no, it, the reason why, the reason why we're upset is because there is an established universe. And not even and that things don't make sense. It doesn't make sense for literally everything. Not even that. If this didn't say Star Wars on it, this would be a shitty movie <laughs> altogether. Like it's yeah, just like yeah. the it's just like you know the Metallica albums, everything after the Black album. If they didn't say Metallica <laughs> album, or if it didn't say Metallica on it, it might have been a pretty good, uh, pretty good, you know, album. But since it said Metallica on it, we've come to know a standard that you just kind of threw out the fucking window. Yeah, I wouldn't even have given you a listen if it didn't say Metallica on it. Same thing with it- Star Wars. Yeah, and the Force Awakens set the bar for for the the continuation of an, not only an entirely new trilogy, but handing handing the uh, the baton off to a new generation of of Jedi. And I know that a lot of critics are like, ah, but it would have been if it we would have followed the mold, it would have been like more of the same. Not really, because you have entirely different characters with entirely different scruples and entirely different you know uh, objectives about why they're doing what they're doing. Because the Empire doesn't really exist anymore, you have a facsimile of the Empire, but it, it is it is effectively and essentially not the Empire, because you also have the Republic is in effect. This is a completely outside, separate source. So this is really more like the the old Republic than anything else. Right. Because you have the Republic, and then you have the invaders. And it's not like there isn't a sanctioned by Lucas uh, trilogy after you know, four, five, and six, book form. Like, there are things you can read and say, oh, I'm going to take some of this, you know? Maybe use this in the movie, because yeah. it's Yeah, but Ryan Johnson idea. obviously doesn't read, and he barely writes. So, I mean, that's definitely not... That's not on That's not on the card. Sorry, he's not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we did good. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Good job, self. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, like what you saw, please rate, like, comment, rate, like, comment, subscribe. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, yada yada yada. <laughs> and tune in next time. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.